Hi, welcome to Seek with Kim. I have a passion for truth. I am excited to discuss the truths I have learned along my journey, sending you love, light, and truth today. Hi, welcome to Seek with Kim. So today we're going to discuss blame. I don't know about you, but I have played the blame game for many years of my life. And um, so what does blame look like and why do we blame? Okay, blame looks like me dropping responsibility for me. So an example of that might be my kids are all fighting and crying and I say to them, you stop acting that way because you're making mom mad. Okay, so I just blamed them for my feelings and my emotions. Where do we blame? Why do we blame? So we blame because of uncomfortableness. We blame because we're feeling uncomfortable in pain and we don't want to look at it and we do not want to take responsibility for it. So that can show up in so many areas of our life. I remember being in high school and if I didn't get a good grade on the test or my friends didn't get a good grade on their test, what did we do? We blamed. We blamed the teacher, not a good teacher, the curriculum's terrible, too hard. Instead of just looking at ourselves and saying, what part is, is mine? Did I study the way I should have? Did I show up to class consistently? Did I do the readings and the assignments? What is my part? So looking at our lives and identifying where we blame. Okay, so what's the problem with blame? Why is it not okay to blame or is it okay to blame? So blaming one, it's disconnecting. So if I blame my friend, my child, my teacher, my spouse for something that is mine or that I'm feeling, it prevents us from having a true connection. All of us have been blamed for something. Can you stop and think back about what it felt like? I remember uh, one of my children, we were running um, in the house, like playing a game. And one of them stubbed their foot on the couch and fell on the ground and was crying and just was like, you were chasing me and went right into blame and uh, started blaming uh, his sister for his um, stubbing his toe. I remember thinking that was such a curious thing because no one was forcing him to play the the tag game. No one was forcing him to run or forcing him to run near the couch. It just was an accident. And so when he felt that pain, instead of just saying, ouch, this hurts and I'm in so much pain, he went to something that a lot of us do, which is for a second can feel not as painful. It pushes the pain to someone else. If I can say it's your fault that my foot hurts or I stubbed my toe, then for a minute I can say, okay, I can divert my pain for a second. That's what our brains tell us, but the lie, that's a lie. The truth is it didn't take the pain of his toe away. It actually only added to his pain. He now had the pain from his toe and now he had the pain of blaming and the emotional dishonesty of he's not responsible for himself, and he had the pain of disconnect from a sibling. Because all of us know that when we blame or we get blamed, it feels terrible. 
it feels like we've turned our back on that person and it feels irresponsible. So looking at our lives, why do we blame? Either we pick that up, it was modeled to us, or, um, or we have learned it as an adult because of our uncomfortableness and wanting to avoid. Either way, it doesn't really matter when we picked it up or how we picked it up or who we picked it up from. What matters is that we identify that we do it. So identifying that we do blame when we are in pain. When we feel emotional, physical, spiritual pain or mental pain, we blame. Okay. The importance of understanding this is when I blame, I cannot heal or change. It is distracting me from looking at my pain. It's distracting me from understanding. Um, here's an example that I, that I experienced a few weeks ago with a client. This client has made some choices in their life that are painful. And there have been some um, outcomes in church because of that. And instead of looking at them and their choices, this client has said, God doesn't hear me. The church isn't true. Um, Jesus Christ doesn't help me when I need help. And he has gone into all kinds of blaming and distracting. So instead of just identifying, I feel pain because of the outcomes, or I feel pain because of my choices, or I felt pain that led to my choices. Instead of taking responsibility around the pain, they have chosen to go into blame. So what that's done for them is it sent them in a circle of a non-progressive circle. So they just have walked that same path of pain and blame, pain and blame, just going in a circle and not healing anything. So the reason that I'm inviting all of us to look at where we blame is so we can get off the crazy train is what I like to call it. Get off that crazy train. The crazy train keeps us going in a circle. And if we want to heal, we've got to stop and acknowledge the pain we're feeling. We've got to stop and take responsibility for the choices that we're making. Um, Here's an example, another example that happened the other day in our home. Uh, one of our children was um, not being honest and was taking another child's treats that they had bought. And he would blame. He would say, well, I didn't get any of those treats or I don't think those are all his. Some of them were mine. And just going in that circle of blame, 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 and not taking responsibility. And after I saw this pattern and heard the discussion, I had a question for this child. And my question was, what is so painful about admitting what you did? And as he dug into that, he was like, the pain is one, I have to use my money to replace it. And two, the pain is that people will think I'm not dishonest. I'm not honest now. And so instead of just taking responsibility for those two things, repairing, fixing them and moving forward, he chose to stay in that circle of the crazy train for some time. The thing to identify about that is that at some point 
we will be forced off that crazy train. And it could look like going to jail. It could look like being sued by someone. It could look like a lot of things. It could look like not having friendships with people, not having connection with family members. If we choose to stay on that cycle of blame and dropping responsibility, then we will not have healing, connection, and progression. And as I discussed this with this child, it was really um, eye-opening for him and for me to say, oh, okay, now I get it. When I choose to blame, I cannot heal or progress. And I'm choosing disconnection. Okay, so looking at our lives, where do I blame? Where's the pain? And why am I choosing not to take responsibility around that? Okay, so I'm going to give you just a couple of things to look at. One, when I blame, what is the pain? Two, when I blame, what responsibility am I dropping? And three, what is my plan to stop that so that I can progress and heal? Now that might look like you setting personal boundaries for yourself around, I will not steal, I will not lie, I will not manipulate, control, blame. It also might look like you setting a boundary with other people. Like, hey, um, I have found that when I feel this pain, I want to blame you. And so I'm going to set a personal boundary that I will not blame you anymore. And if I do, I'm inviting you to give me feedback. Hey, this feels like blame right now. Okay. So having said that, there is a space where it is not blaming. Okay. Where there's actually a truth. And I'll give an example of that. Okay. Um, if I have agreed to give a ride to someone, say to seminary, and I have agreed that I will be there at 20 tell seminary and that person, I pick them up and I'm late and they say to me, Hey, I am really sad that you showed up late because that's going to make me late for seminary. And then I will need to do a seminary makeup. Okay. So identifying that's not blame. That is actually speaking the truth and asking them to take responsibility. Now, the part that could flip into blame on there is for me to say, if I allowed that consistent show up and did not make a plan, hey, I'm, I'm going to find a different ride or I'm going to ride my bike. If I now get to be responsible around making sure it doesn't happen again, or maybe I get a commitment from them like, hey, are you available to come on time? If not, no worries. I'll find a different ride. Okay. So just identifying that there is a space to let people know when they've dropped responsibility or affected you, that would be a healthy space. And then moving forward for me to make a change and not stay in that pattern of someone who keeps affecting me. Okay. When I do that, then it would flip into blame because I get to be responsible to make sure I'm on time to my seminary or where I need to be. Okay. So the invitation for today is let's look at where we're blaming. Let's identify the pain of why we're blaming and let's make a plan to move forward and heal um, so that we can be responsible around ourselves. Okay. Thanks for joining.